What's going on, Bulldog Illustrated? Thought I wasn't going to talk to you until next Tuesday to recap the Missouri game and talk about all the good and bad. However, we've got a little situation brewing in Athens, and somebody must need a dollar because rumor comes out, I'm sorry, report comes out about 5 o'clock this afternoon. Worst case scenario for the Georgia Bulldogs, Todd Gurley, Heisman leading running back, suspended indefinitely by the University of Georgia uh, for obviously unforeseeable amount of time in the future, not exactly what the dogs wanted going into the biggest road trip of the year, 41 days away from Sanford Stadium. Now the biggest question is going to be how many of those days, if not all of them, will they be without the superstar? The only reason Georgia has won games this year, Todd Gurley. With me, as always, we've got Harry Dog coming in from Albany, Georgia. Uh, going to join us, going to talk a little about the situation. We're going to explore a couple different aspects, little angles on what's going on. What is Harry hearing? What happened to, uh, with Todd Gurley? Is this an NCAA problem, a UGA problem, a Todd Gurley problem, an all-of-the-above problem? Uh, we'll try to figure out where these rumors came from and how real they may be, and then we'll we'll obviously talk about the immediate implications on how this affects uh, the dogs on the field. So, Get right into it. What's going on, Harry? I thought we were having a good day. Obviously not. What's going on down in Albany? I know. It's crazy. I was just thinking uh, about things that we could talk about next week, and I was almost ready to talk about, you know, whether or not if Todd Gurley won the Heisman, if he would uh, ever measure up to the type of player uh, that are, you know, legendary figure in Athens that we've always looked at Herschel Walker as being. But uh, it doesn't look like that's something we really need to worry about anymore. No, I mean, it's, it's all variable. It all varies on what happens with the situation. Obviously, if you're just tuning in, uh, if, if you're listening to this, you obviously already know the situation. Todd Gurley being accused uh, by somebody somewhere of selling some autographed items. Uh, we don't know exactly how much. We don't know for how much. There have been initial reports. I think Andy Staples of Sports Illustrated, a very, very credible source, someone I've gotten to know a little bit, working in the media is reporting that $400 was given to Todd for 80 items that he autographed in exchange. There could be more out there. We're not really sure. Initial reports though are 400 for 80. Harry, what's your take on that? Is this a huge deal? Is this something that, you know, much ado about nothing? If those allegations that we're hearing right now hold firm and that's it, what kind of situation is Georgia looking at Harry? Yeah. You know, I think it's a little bit bigger of a deal than, uh, I mean, obviously, everybody's taking it as a pretty big deal. Obviously, uh, Todd Gurley being suspended isn't something that anybody in the dog nation is taking lightly. But I think what a lot of people also want to do is they want to blame the NCAA for this or they somehow want to blame Mark Rick for this, say he's too strict. But, you know, at the end of the day, nobody forced Todd Gurley to come to Georgia. Nobody forced him to play NCAA football. If he doesn't want to take part in it, he didn't have to. So, you know, at the end of the day, he's got to follow the rules that are in place. Whether or not, I think we can all agree that they're pretty stupid rules, but you you still have to follow them if you want to play on the team. Well, I fully agree. I think this is a definitely a, a Todd Gurley mistake. No one forced him to play football at Georgia, but also no one forced him that we know of to sit down in a room and sign a bunch of autographs knowing he wasn't supposed to do it. Uh, you alluded to something I agree on with you, though, Harrys. These rules are kind of silly. They're weird. They're stupid. Call them whatever you want. However, when I drive from here to Atlanta and speed limit on 316 says 55 miles per hour, I think that's stupid. I want to go 80 miles per hour, Harry, but a cop could pull me over right away, and I would be guilty of breaking the rules that were laid out in front of me. So when Todd Gurley 
is educated by all of the uh, compliance individuals at the university, at the Southeastern Conference, at the NCAA level, he needs to respect those as the absolute law. And I want to just repeat once again, as we're recording this, these are allegations that these things have happened to Todd. We don't know for an absolute fact yet. Those will be coming over the next couple of days, hopefully and obviously. So, uh, But as of now, these allegations, if true, I see my Twitter feed blowing up right now with Free Girly. I think Free Girly, the hashtag is actually trending, at least in the Atlanta area on Twitter right now. Everybody's mad at the NCAA, mad at at uh, uh, Todd getting busted. They're, 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 they're looking at Todd as a victim. Harry, I don't see it that way. I say that Todd, if this is true, he, he committed an extremely selfish act to his teammates, to his coaches, to his fans, to his students, people that want to watch him play and that, that, that deserve to watch him play. Uh, how are you viewing this, Harry? Do you see this more as a Todd, an NCAA, UGA? Uh, how, how are you assessing this deal? Yeah, I definitely see this as something that uh, Todd Gurley you know, brought upon himself. I don't, I've never been... One who says, you know, oh, they're struggling to eat. You know, we got to pay them. We got to pay them. You know, at the end of the day, they probably should be able to, you know, sell an autograph, sell a jersey. They're their jerseys. UGA is obviously making a decent amount of money off of it. But with for the time being, you know, you're what six months away from signing an NFL contract. I think that you can tough it out. You don't need to sell. You know, you're only getting five dollars an autograph to start out with, which seems just like a bizarrely low rate to be getting is your it, autograph to start on, with. on that note right there isn't his best friend keith marshall and isn't keith marshall like an an amazingly gifted finance major wouldn't what don't you think keith would have advised him to get a little more than five dollars with the risk he was taking yeah it seems like it, just an unbelievably weird risk reward scenario to take part in but you know on top of that it, you know the rules uh you signed up for the rules you accepted the scholarship knowing those rules uh, you know, it's kind of time to follow those rules. And uh, I think he'll be following those rules from now on if he ever uh, does play for Georgia again, which I think he will. All right, I think you're absolutely right on that. I don't foresee any kind of situation where Todd Gurley would miss the remainder of the year. If I had to guess right now with no evidence whatsoever laid out in front of me, I think two games, I think four games is is a, a common, a possible scenario. But I certainly don't see him out for the remainder of the year. I think I think Florida is a long shot to come back. That would be a two-game suspension. I think Auburn would be another long shot, uh, a, a possibility. But I, I do see him playing once again the remainder of the year, but I don't foresee this being a, a death sentence for Todd Gurley for selling a few autographs. However, we are recording this only a couple hours after these things came out. Uh, we very well may get more before before you're listening to this, so this could be obsolete by the time we get there. But let me propose this to you, Harry. And uh, this is something I talk, I've actually talked on a couple different radio shows throughout the day after this thing broke. Do you foresee this as being any kind of landmark uh, uh, event, a landmark situation, that some of these rules regarding autonomy and trying to get players to be able to take care of themselves, do you see this going in the right direction in the long run to finally change those things? Or is this just another situation of Johnny Manziel, of, of Terrell Pryor, where, where the same old story is going to happen over and over for the, for the remainder of time. How are you see this shaking out? You know, it, it really isn't uh, 
compared to like something like Terrell Pryor, I think Terrell Pryor definitely came off as more of a, you know, a thug or somebody who's, you know, getting tattoos or whatever, like with that. But, you know, with, you did have the Johnny Menzel and the AJ Green, and now you have Todd Gurley who they all came off as, you know, they didn't come off as people who were, you know, just trying to, uh, well, I guess Johnny Manziel did, but, uh, AJ Green really didn't come off as somebody who was, you know, just trying to make a buck for the sake of making a buck. Are you kidding? Johnny Manziel's and, a billionaire, uh, isn't he? Well, exactly. So I think, <laughs> I think, I think with him, it, it was a little bit different, but, uh, you know, if something, if those two scenarios didn't really do anything to change the landscape, then I'd really be, um, surprised if this is something that really is the catalyst for uh, new rules, but who knows? I'll, I'll tell you this, and I spoke with some some classmates of mine. They have a podcast over in the Red and Black called Sus Space Jam. Uh, some good folks. You should check. You guys should check that out sometime when you get a chance. But sorry if I'm repeating myself. If you listen to both, but Harry, this is what this is the way I see this situation. If it pans out the way I'm expecting it to pan out, and that's going to be a couple game suspension. It's going to shoot Georgia in the foot big time. I think it already will this weekend. We'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, The most powerful man in college football outside of the NCAA president, Mark Emmert, is hands down Mike Slive, the SEC commissioner. And what did Mike Slive do this entire last summer but sit in front of national microphones, pointing his finger at the camera, saying that something with the autonomy, with players being able to take care of themselves, with schools being able to... uh, uh, you know, supply these these guys with more resources, with more money. That has been his agenda for quite some time now. And you're not going to convince me for a second that if Todd Gurley is suspended for making money off of his signature of all petty things, that Mike Slive is not going to sit there and get pissed off once again that the NCAA is taking his star, his Heisman-leading candidate, SEC player, off the field and, and losing that product, diluting the SEC product on a national story, a national level, having all the national media discuss all these, you know, bad things that Todd Gurley did, this and that, all for signing a freaking autograph. I I can see Mike Slive using his uh, gavel once again and really laying the law down. He already threatened to secede from the NCAA a couple times this year if these kind of things didn't change. And you're not going to convince me for a second that if this doesn't pan out, once again, the way I see it, that he's not going to step up to the plate and uh, get things done the way he wants things to get done. And being Mike Slive, I foresee it being a possibility. I think this will set a domino effect to a, a very quick, a very swift change. I think that the the notion of autographs, of making money off of signing things, is going to be looked at as being real, real silly here in the very new, near future. Uh, I kind of see this as being one of those landmark things that we may talk about for a very, very long time after Todd Gurley has played his final down at Georgia or in college football as being one of those case studies as to how something finally got changed. Uh, That being said, all this is just 100% pure speculation at the moment. We don't know how this is going to pan out. We don't know if anything's going to happen out of this. But uh, I don't know, Harry, does this make you, uh, does this this worry you in a way? Let's start talking about the immediate implications. All of a sudden, Georgia is going to Missouri without the one reason People picked Georgia to beat Missouri. How nervous are you if you weren't already about this Saturday? Yeah, I, I guess, uh, you know, we recorded Monday night. I said multiple times that this would be the game that decided uh, the Heisman for Gurley. And I guess 
I uh, can say that I was right, that this game will decide the Heisman for Gurley because I think this is going to be uh, a big reason. I don't see how he could possibly win it after being suspended for an entire game, especially a game that's going to be of this caliber and really going to be the reason that uh, it looks like it could be how the SEC East is decided. Um, I'd have to say I'm pretty I'm pretty nervous about this. Uh, Hudson's going to have to go into uh, Columbia, Missouri. It's 55 degree high on Saturday. It's rainy supposedly, too. Yeah, a pretty decent chance of uh, of uh, rain. It looked like. I mean, it just doesn't look like any type of weather that um, is going to you know be conducive to throwing the ball. I don't know Nick Chubb. I guess they said you know as the thumb injury. I don't know how that's going to be feeling if the weather's not 100%. And then I guess behind that you have Brennan Douglas who uh, fumbled the ball in about every big situation he was put in against Missouri last year when the East was riding on that game. So I'd have to say I, I, I'm pretty nervous going into this game on Saturday at noon. Yeah, it's 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 definitely scary. Georgia went in the span of five weeks from having the deepest, most heralded running back core in the entire nation to all of a sudden no one saw this coming having the absolute thinnest in the nation. You're not convincing me for a second that there's a team out there that is that is struggling with, with injuries the way Georgia is at the running back and now add a suspension of Todd Gurley on top of that. You're looking at a true freshman, Nick Chubb, and don't fool yourself, Georgia fans. Nick Chubb is fun to watch. He is a very, very talented young freshman, but at the same time, you have to understand he is a talented freshman and not some seasoned veteran who's played a bunch of these road games that he's about to face. Uh, he's looked good at times. He he's run a 51-yard touchdown against Clemson with one shoe on for crying out loud. He had a a 33-yarder to end the game against Vanderbilt the other day. He he has a motor on him. He churns. He goes. Uh, Brendan Douglas had and you mentioned it, Harry. He had a lot of big fumbles last year in big situations, mind you. And he also had some very good moments uh, with a game on the line against South Carolina. Brendan Douglas just plowed down the middle, running over people. I think he had another similar run in Florida last year. But that being said, I don't think Georgia fans wanted to or expected to at any means at this point in the season with the depth and having Douglas shuffle to the number five spot, now you're going to rely on him because Georgia does not run one back. They, they haven't done it in a long time. They always have two out there. And with the passing game being what it is, and as Harry just mentioned, the weather not, not conducive whatsoever to passing, it appears, then you're going to have to rely on multiple running backs and you can't tell me that the uh, the Missouri defense is not licking their chops tonight. Uh, I think if anybody celebrated this more, it's the Missouri defense. They all of a sudden, their fear of all week of having Todd Gurley plow at them with a vengeance is all of a sudden gone. It's, it's completely erased. So uh, this is a scary situation. It's very, very scary. Um, do you see, Harry, Do you? I know everybody wants to know Malcolm Mitchell and Justin Scott Wesley. Are they viable answers in the passing game? But... I'm not convinced of that until I see it in person, so I'm not going to make a prediction. What do you see? How do you see them contributing this week? Yeah, I think they're going to have to contribute if Georgia is going to win. I, I just, I, I'm not. I don't. I guess I'm in the same boat as you with that. It's hard to say that and be sure that that's something that is actually going to take place. But I mean, they're going to have to contribute. And they're going to have to contribute early and often to be able to uh, help out Hudson Mason. Uh, just got to hope that they've been 
running, you know, those six, seven yard routes that Hudson likes to run. Cause I don't think the, uh, the long, you know, back shoulder pass that they got used to uh, being thrown by Aaron Murray is something that Hudson has uh, in his arsenal right now. So uh, I'd have to say that they're going to play a huge role in this game. I think they might be even more important to the end of uh, the end result than the uh, backup running backs will be. Yeah, and I think another player to keep an eye on is going to be Isaiah McKenzie. I think you need to use him. I'm not saying out of the backfield as a running back. that That's obviously not in his repertoire at the moment. But I think you need to line him up in that, that short slot, that little wide receiver where he can dump over the middle. Uh, you kind of saw that against a couple teams this year. I can't remember exactly who. But you would have McKenzie on these very short routes or these little slants. And uh, he's, he's good with the ball, and he's going to have to step in and do some things that Sony Michelle showed that he could do early in the season. Now that we're not not seeing Michelle till later on in the year, possibly after Florida or Auburn, then you you need these little electric playmakers. And and McKenzie has shown he can be that guy. So I think that he's gonna have to step up as well this week and kind of give him more, give more of a presence in or around that backfield. Now that all all defensive ends, all linebackers, no longer have to sell out on stopping that that tank of a man in Todd Gurley that was going to be plowing right down the middle. So there's a lot of things, and this couldn't happen at a worse time on a Thursday night of all times where, where tomorrow is a travel day for Georgia. I think the news came out, and who knows if Georgia knew about this early in the day or even yesterday, but you know Georgia doesn't have time to just change the whole game plan, consuming they were, they were doing what you expect them to do and, and get Gurley the ball the entire time this Saturday. So the timing is awful. The, the situation is miserable. There's absolutely no good, you know, spin to give on this for Georgia fans that were expecting to watch, you know, a possibly dominant offense go up against this defense that has proven that they have one of the better defensive ends, uh, the units in all of the SEC. So this thing has gotten scary all of a sudden. And we made our picks on Monday, and I picked Missouri to win with Todd Gurley. So I'll just go ahead and tell you now, we'll cut to the chase. I don't see Georgia winning this game. I think this has been a, a disaster in the making for a long time. Uh, I think I mentioned that everything was right for a perfect storm to happen. And here we are on Thursday with the eye of the storm already passing over us and just slapping us in the face with Todd Gurley's suspension. So Harry, you picked Georgia to win. You picked uh, Todd as a Heisman game. Like you mentioned earlier, how much has this changed you? Do you still think Georgia squeaks this out or are you punching that nail in the coffin? Like I am. Yeah, I actually am going to stick with my Georgia pick. I think Georgia's going to go into Columbia and I think, now, uh, actually, so a lot of the books did take the game off. I know we were trying to find a spread earlier right. so that we could at least have something to go off of when we talked tonight. And uh, a lot of the books took away. We saw uh, Georgia minus three earlier in the week. And what I found now is that Georgia's moved all the way to a plus one. So wow. they're saying Todd Gurley was worth about four points for us. So that's a, a pretty big, uh, pretty big points uh, amount of points for one guy to be worth. Um, I actually think that Georgia will win this game outright. I think that uh, they're going to be uh, they're going to be ready to play uh, for sure. I don't think that anybody's questioning that, but uh, I do think that they're going to come in. I think they're going to upset Missouri, and I think it, this could really, if we could, if we could win this game, go into Arkansas, steal that one too. There's a chance we could have Gurley back for Florida. Not sure that we'd need him anyways, but you know, there's a chance we could salvage this season. Yeah, it's, it's up in the air, man. There, there's a lot of ifs out there, and unfortunately we don't have those answers right now. I will tell you, uh, Cody Pace is one of the guys over at the Red and Black, and he mentioned on the show I did with him a little while ago that 
there were there was a mandatory. I don't know where he found it. And I'm going to try to find this and get it online for you guys tomorrow that are listening. Um, NCAA kind of outlines this, and he he pointed out if it is a four hundred dollar incident about selling autographs, and let's just go ahead and assume that this is it. That the reported amount is the final line. This is what Todd Gurley did. This is what he's going to face punishment for. There's a mandatory 20% of your games that he has to be suspended. You do the math yourself. Uh, Georgia fans, you should be you should be used to this because uh, 20% is a mandated marijuana punishment, and we've all read those headlines off and on throughout the years. So that constitutes two-game suspension. A two-game suspension would mean Missouri this week. It would mean Arkansas the following week. Then you go into the bye. You possibly get Gurley back. He goes and runs up against Florida. This thing has the potential and only the potential to be forgotten about real quick if Georgia does manage to go to Missouri, pull that upset. Now that it is an upset that the uh, Vegas decided to go with with Tiger with the Tigers after this incident, and then they go into Arkansas, who's a major major question of a team. Uh, they they look really good at times and they show they can collapse at times. I don't like the fact that Georgia has to go to Little Rock and play them there the week after traveling to Missouri. So who knows, but this is the time where Georgia needs to hunker down in the famous words of Larry Munson, uh, Justin Scott Wesley, Malcolm Mitchell, it's time for you boys to step it up, help your quarterback who's been struggling. He is going to need you big time. So uh, who knows, Harry? I mean, what what else can we add to this? This is an emergency yeah, just, show. Just something to talk about. We, you know, yeah. They said they had $400 uh, for 80 items. And uh, one of the things that did uh, kind of start this whole mess was 12 days ago on, uh, I don't know how many of our listeners are familiar with the site, Reddit, R-E-D-D-I-T.com. Uh, there's actually a college football section of that. And uh, one of the discussions that had happened about six months ago is a fantastic uh, a thread that happened on there was a autograph dealer. He did a ask me anything on there. People, you know, asked him all sorts of questions. And he had mentioned on there about six months ago that there was a player that was uh, potentially a Heisman candidate this year that had been taking quite a few uh, liberties with his likeness and selling that to autograph dealers, et cetera, et cetera. Twelve days ago, he came back onto the site with um, another post saying uh something is going to come out on them this person referring to we had talked about six months ago with the way espn tears down people for a story they are going to do the same thing they did with menzil he is having a ridiculous season and i have heard from a few people that they have been contacted by writers at espn trying to get someone to leak any information so obviously it seems like espn uh from what this guy was saying was in on what uh Gurley was up to they were trying to contact autograph dealers you know, whatever. But 12 days ago, there was a story about this, and he had told quite a few people on the site, you know, just look for it on eBay. You'll be able to tell who it is. So somebody had actually uh, researched this, and at this point, 12 days ago, there were 258 items for Todd Gurley um, on eBay. So, you know, we have accounted for 80 of those, apparently, with the with the $400, but it sounds like there could still be quite a few more items, uh, you know, left out there that need to be accounted for. So we've got to hope that there's not, you know, not another bomb that's going to drop down on the program now. Yeah, that's certainly scary. You never know what could come out the next few days. I think I was told earlier that TMZ is actually already reporting that there may be a lot more and make fun of TMZ all you want. They've been very, very on point lately with a lot of major, major stories. So uh, I don't think you need to look at TMZ as a joke anymore when it comes to this. If they say something, you may want to listen to them a little bit. So, 
you never know. And like like you mentioned with ESPN, Harry, I think Georgia fans may want to avoid Sports Center. They may want to avoid College Football Live, all these shows that that they normally might enjoy watching when Todd Gurley getting a lot of love because that is going to be polar opposite over the next few days or weeks until this thing gets ironed out. Uh, best case scenario, Georgia fans, we already went over it. It's a minor incident. It's a couple game suspension. Uh, he's back on the field in time for you guys to go party down in Jacksonville. Uh, worst case scenario, you may have seen the end of Todd Gurley. I don't think that's the case. I do have bad news for for our hundreds and hundreds of Georgia Tech listeners that I do think he's going to be back in time when uh, when the, the bees come into Athens. Uh, I, I don't think they need to revel in this thing as big as they want to because I know they're probably the happiest fan base on earth to see this happen. But I think Todd will be back uh, at some point in November. I think you're going to see him running once again between the hedges. Will he lose fans for this? I don't think so. I think this is one of those a lot of people are going to shake their heads and say, why, Todd? And there'll be no answers. There'll probably be a public apology, a statement issued by by the university. But I think this is one of those minor issues that's going to be will blow over eventually. We just don't know how long this storm is going to be here. So it's a very, very unfortunate situation. I, I just There's nothing good about it. There's no uh, – I guess the only good thing that's going to come out of this is that Georgia fans will finally get to watch Nick Chubb carry a major load, and I think that's going to be fun to watch. I think if he lives up to what he's shown so far, I think Chubb is the next uh, Todd Gurley, so to speak. I know that's a major, major shoes to fill when Todd's gone, but I think Chubb is going to be one of those running backs that Georgia fans talk about for quite a while. I think this might be the uh, the birth of him. I think you might see his breakout party over the next couple of weeks when he's forced to go up there and be the man with the ball. So there there will be some silver lining out of this, but who knows how that's going to shine now or in the near future. Uh, Harry, we didn't plan much for this podcast. I didn't want I didn't want to talk to you at all today, but I had to had to get forced in the situation. Have we missed anything? Is there anything else we need to go over? Is Connor no. out there somewhere? Or is he out doing his thing in Columbia somewhere? Yeah, I think he's out there uh, entertaining uh, okay. UGA uh, okay. students at the <laughs> current time. So apparently he's uh, unavailable to talk. He sent his uh, regards. But uh, I think that uh, he's still looking forward to the trip even with uh, the bad news. Yeah, and, and Georgia fans still should. If you're making the trip to Missouri, you're not going to watch Todd Gurley. You're going to watch the Georgia Bulldogs. There's a lot of talent on this team, a lot of, a lot of good things to still look for. Uh, I, I'm expecting a big day out of Hudson Mason, Harry. I know the weather's not good. I know that uh, you know there's a run-first team. I think Scott Wesley and Mitchell each grab a few balls, a couple for some really long catch and runs. Um, I'm, I'm still going to stick with, with the fact that I think Missouri's going to win the game. I hope we're sitting here on Tuesday, Harry, or Monday night when we record, and I hope you're making fun of me the entire time for making that ludicrous pick of those lowly Missouri Tigers who lost to the Indiana Hoosiers beating your Georgia Bulldogs. So I'm ready to eat that crow. I want I want to eat it, and I want to eat it with uh, a cherry on top. So we'll hopefully get there, but, but don't let this let your entire season down. We don't know the situation yet. Uh, Harry, what else we got to add? Are we, are we good here? Are we going to let the listeners go and find their own info from here? Yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully nothing else is about to uh, drop out. Hopefully that we'll miss or anything like that. Oh, look who we got on the line! Actually, all the way from Kansas City, Missouri. Did you Jordan. find Connor for real? That's right, we got him on. Nice, hey Connor. Guys, what's up, man? On? How's it going, Connor? Good, Connor, good. I guess well, the the big question I want right? to ask you. Sorry for getting a hold of you so late. You're up in Missouri. Uh, we're here in Athens. I just walked the dog, and all I'm hearing is people scream out free Todd at the top of the lungs and I'm not making that up I'm, I'm very serious about that uh what about up in Missouri are people screaming like 
to hell with Georgia? Do they take a line out of Georgia Tech's line, or what's going on up there? It's mostly just cries of joy. Um, people are very, very happy here. Uh, they they think that they definitely have a lot better chance, uh, and I I'd agree with them. Um, they love the fact that our best player is now gone, and who can blame them? Well, I mean, I I certainly can't blame them. We were talking a minute ago without you that you know. Missouri planned all week long for uh, the Sherman tank of Todd Gurley to be running straight up the middle with him or against him, and all of a sudden that's completely out of the equation. So I don't blame him. I'd be out there raising the Missouri flag as high as I could, uh, saying, you know what, uh, uh, forget you, Georgia. You're going to bring that Todd Gurley crap here? I don't think so. We're going to do whatever we want. But let me ask you this, Connor. Are you still excited to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning or 5 o'clock in the morning and go to an 11 o'clock game where you thought you were going to see a leading Heisman candidate. Now you're just going to see a very mediocre at best Georgia team. Yeah, I am. I mean, I always love getting to see our boys play, uh, so that's going to be great. I really do think that Nick Chubb, someone is going to step up. I think it's going to be Nick Chubb, and he's going to have a chance to shine here. Um, and I'm interested to see how we respond. Um, this isn't the first time that a Georgia team has had something like this. I know we've talked about that kind of in the past, and uh, I really think that going forward, someone's got to step up, and who's it going to be? So it should be a good time. Uh, like I say, I always love seeing the dogs play, so I'm excited. Yeah, we mentioned that too. You know, Chubb is obviously the one people want to watch. It's the people one they should watch. Uh, let me ask you this. You're up there all week long. What's the weather like? I understand it's not supposed to be that good on Saturday. No, it's it's been pretty bad. It is uh, raining heavily here. Uh, currently, it has been for a couple days. Um the forecast says that we're probably not going to be getting rain on Saturday, but I think the damage has been done. Now, Missouri does have turf, so that's going to help them a little bit, but it is that turf still will get slick, I was which gonna, I think helps us in the long run. I was going to say, uh, you can take the team out of the Big 12, but you can't take the turf out of the Big 12. You can't turf out of the exactly, team. Is that what I'm trying to say? Exactly. All right. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's, still, it's still turf, so... Uh, it does get slick if it's going to be wet like this, so it'll be interesting to see how uh, things play out. Uh, but it does give a chance for Hudson Mason to to step up. It's going to be interesting. Gotcha. I think he's got a chance to shine here. We'll see if he takes it. Well, my understanding is you've got another expert there with you. Is uh, One of our old colleagues and buddies, Morgan's up there for the trip too. I'm very jealous because I don't get to go to Missouri, but you do. Morgan, What what's your take on this? You know this team as much as everybody else does. Uh, are we doomed the way I'm thinking, or do you still have optimism like Connor there? Well, my first thought was that, yes, we're doomed. It's over. Six and six season at best. I mean, throw it away. But now that I think about it a little more, I think I think we have a shot. I think Nick Chubb can step up. And um, I think that we're probably going to see a lot more out of Hudson Mason with Todd gone. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, well, that weather scares me big time talking about Hudson Mason. I just don't like the way he's been throwing all year. Uh, I don't like that it's going to be cold and rainy. However... Uh, it doesn't take an expert Georgia fan to know that Justin Scott Wesley and Malcolm Mitchell are coming back. Harry and I have already talked about this, but what do you guys think? Do, are they ready to step in and play that role? Is Hudson going to be able to find those guys, especially in the rain? Do you all see anything developing in the passing game, Connor or Morgan? What do you all think? Well, I think what we talked about with our picks the other day, uh, that I think that Bobo now is going to have to get creative. Again, we have skepticism there, but – you know, it's it's got to happen at some point, so why not now? Um, so Malcolm is going to have to be a big, big part of this game, and so is Justin Scott Wesley, and I think that they're ready. It's just going to be the question of whether this quarterback is ready. 
I know you guys that are listening to the show can't see the screens, but as soon as Connor said that Mike Bobo has to get creative, uh, Harry actually fell out of his chair. We're, we're hoping he's okay. I think he's going to come back in a second. Uh, big time Mike Bobo supporter there in Harry. But, uh, but Connor, you're absolutely right. There's no denying that you have to do something now to uh, combat the biggest loss in all of college football now, and that that's facing Georgia uh, today. So I, I said in my predictions earlier, or I think earlier this week, I see a couple of catch and runs with either Mitchell or Scott Wesley. Uh, I think that they are able to pick that Missouri secondary enough to be a factor in this game, but I didn't think they were going to have to be a factor the way they are now. So, Harry, you're the pick guy. Remind us, what was Connor's pick in this game earlier this week? I forgot. Yeah, so Connor had uh, chosen uh, Georgia when they were minus three uh, favorites. So I guess, Connor, if you want to change your pick now that we uh, – our new line on that is going to be UGA plus one going into the weekend. Throwback Thursday to that spread when it was minus three but now plus one. Connor, what do you got now? What are you looking at? Um, You know, I'm going to stick with them. I'm going to stick with my dogs here and – I believe that we can and will get it done on Saturday. Morgan, you can chime in here. What do you, what's your pick? Plus one, Missouri. Well, I'd like to be as optimistic as Connor, but I'm not going to lie. When the news broke today, I was not optimistic, and I'm still not really over it yet. So I'd have to say it changes things a little bit that Todd Gurley won't be there, and I'm thinking maybe the dogs don't come out on top. But hopefully, hopefully they do. Yeah, well, I'm right there with you, Morgan. I picked him to lose with Gurley, and I'm picking him to lose even worse without Gurley. I'm gonna think. I think this one gets ugly. I think it gets bad. I think you guys are gonna have a long trip back to Athens. Unfortunately for you, uh, I see it as 38-21. I think it's gonna get that bad. I think. I think Maddie Mock has one of those breakout days, and uh, it's gonna go from there. So I don't know. What are we missing, guys? Anything else you can tell us from Missouri? You guys are probably the first ones up there. A lot of dog fans headed your way. Uh, should they still look forward to this trip? I mean, it, there's still a lot of things going on. Uh, give them some suggestions here. What do you got, Connor? Yeah, um, Columbia is a fun, fun town. Like I said, it's the best Columbia in the SEC. Not hard well, to do obviously, that. Yes, there's no question it's, about that. It's a that. good time. It really is. So they should go up and enjoy themselves. The Missouri fan base is a lot of fun to be around. Uh, they're not like the Floridas, the Auburns, the South Carolinas of the world. So I do enjoy uh, going to football games with them. Of course, want to beat them. Uh, did get a couple uh, waves at people as I was driving back from St. Louis earlier today from people going to the game, uh, dog fans and Mizzou fans alike. Got one uh, knowing shake of the head from uh, from just a random passerby when he saw me flying that Georgia flag, and we both knew exactly what he was talking about right after the Todd news came out. So everyone should go up there, be loud, cheer on the dogs as best they know how, and uh, just enjoy their time at a school that – they probably won't get out to as often because it is a far away drive from Athens. Connor from KC. That's actually an official hashtag on Twitter these days. I don't know if actually, you uh, actually actually it's KC Connor. KC but... Connor. Thank you, Harry. Uh, shameless plug, by the way. I don't know if you guys saw this week. Closing the book now is in the social media world. They've we have joined 2014. Uh, go to at closing the book. We're kind of picking up some steam there. Try to get our word out and get you guys interactive. Harry, I think we've covered about all we can cover, considering we have no plan that we just kind of called each other and said the people need to know, and I think we've informed them what they need to know. Add something if you want. Otherwise, let's let's close this book, man. 
Yeah, you know, uh, you're welcome for listening to me and Logan ramble for the past hour. I'm sure it was a true pleasure to the listening audience. I'm sure on, I'm sure you woke up this Friday morning wishing it was Tuesday morning so you could hear the show. However, special surprise for you, unfortunately, certainly not the circumstances that you wanted to hear us in, in, in any way, shape, or form. So with that, I'm going to tell you guys tomorrow's Friday, or today is Friday as you listen. Uh, long weekend ahead. It could be a really, really long weekend. It could be a... A little bit of a surprise of a weekend. I say get behind Chubb, get behind Mason, see what they can do. And uh, for Logan, uh, let's go down this this roll call. We got Morgan, Connor, Harry. That's it, man. Let's close this book, Harry.